0: Stammer Talk is a podcast about stammering. We interview people who stammer, talk about interesting things. We hope such a dialogue will promote everyone's understanding of the stammering. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the sixth episode of Stammer Talk. In this episode, we have invited our professional opera singer, Beatriz de Sousa. She has done several production singing in uh, different uh, opera houses in um, European countries like uh, Spain, Italy, France, and uh, could you say hi to uh, hi the everyone? <laughs> <laughs> so How could are you are give you? A, a little bit uh, introduction about yourself?
1: Yeah, sure. So, uh, I think you've said it, basically. (laughs) So, (laughs) when we are opera singers, we don't have time for much more. (laughs) But, um, yeah, basically, I, I sing in several opera houses and, yeah, it's a really, really cool job because we get to travel a lot, to meet a lot of people, and we are always preparing new roles. So, in the opera, it's like a theater, so it's a play and i get to I, I was chosen to sing a certain role and my job is to prepare that and then yeah be a team with the orchestra with the conductor the director and bring this huge uh, art form to the public
0: that's nice this sounds so nice so beatrice recently has created uh, her own singing course yeah online singing course on skillshare that's com, true right And I will put the link below and uh, if people are interested in this course, they can uh, click the link and go to the course. So Mm -hmm. uh, uh, the people will get two months free subscription so they can watch your uh, course and also other classes on this uh, Skillshare.
1: Yeah, exactly. So. They give you this opportunity with this link to have two months of free subscription. And you can feel free to watch my classes yeah. if they are interesting to you. And you can also have these two months to see all the other classes on a huge different, uh, like very much different topics.
0: Yeah. So, what are the courses about?
1: Uh, in Skillshare or yeah, mine?
0: in your uh, Skillshare course.
1: Yeah, so, of course, about singing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what I, I talk about all the time, of course, and that's what I also feel like skilled to teach. Yeah. Um, but I started, my first lesson was on breathing exercises yeah. because I found that this is like the basis for yeah. voice production, for singing, it helps so much.
0: Uh, yeah. to have
1: like a really really good basis of know how your body works in with the breathing mechanism yeah
0: actually i watched your uh breathing exercises and uh, i found it's very interesting class and i like your way of teaching <laughs> thank it's you very i mean relaxed and also very uh, informative I mean. thank and and uh, but i have a question for you and because you are a teacher for singing, and uh, I'm just curious, when you're talking, are you also mm. using the technique of uh, the breathing?
1: Yeah, so actually it, it didn't, I think it came naturally.
0: Uh-huh. So
1: when I started uh, singing, uh-huh. I mean, as a student still, mm. I was much more becoming slowly much more aware of my voice mm. and of how my body works with the voice production. Mm-hmm. And I think in the end that changed my voice, Uh, that changed because now I am aware of my voice. So Uh also when I speak, I am aware of my voice and some of the other things, I think they were not conscious. They were unconsciously because I'm every day working on my voice, working on my breathing. Naturally, the speaking voice uh, becomes better, becomes easier and becomes more connected with the body
0: so you feel like really different after you practice these techniques before for example i don't know when when you started to sing practicing uh
1: in my life
0: yeah in your life
1: like at 16 when i was 16 16 years old yeah now i'm 27
0: so uh i mean before 16 you don't know how to sing i mean no i didn't know yeah i I mean the professional way of singing, right so Probably yeah but know. i had
1: never sung you know ah, really? I, no wow. i had never sung in my life because i was very shy um, i was very shy and i never wanted to speak with anyone
0: right. <laughs> But you, you were very talented because you learned at like, the 16 i guess for most of singers like professional one they started like earlier right
1: Mm, not really like for musicians it's normal to start earlier Mm -hmm. but for uh, singers it's okay 16 17 because before that Mm -hmm. your voice is not still developed i see you know like men for example they change the voice
0: i see um
1: when they are like 15 or something like that and also women kind of change the voice it's Uh not so noticeable Uh but the voice also changes so until you are like 16 17 yeah you can't really start studying seriously I see. yeah I see.
0: so let's get back to this breathing uh problem that you said you started from 16 so before you are not using your like uh, professional singing way to speak no. probably so uh i i guess you'll find this uh, change uh, gradually right you're not suddenly feel like uh, change the way of uh right.
1: Yeah, it was gradually. Yeah. yeah. Very, very gradually. And still these days so are you, you know, like yeah. we if I speak in Portuguese, mm-hmm. yeah, because maybe the, the people that yeah. are listening don't know that I come from Portugal. Uh. And uh in Portuguese we have this way of speaking mm-hmm. that is a little bit inside, so like Russian, you know, like very much in the throat. Uh. And uh So, when I speak Portuguese, Uh I tend to feel very tired. Really? Yeah. Yeah. But because now I've been living abroad so much, I feel Uh like my voice developed in other languages, Uh but it didn't develop (laughs) in Portuguese. (laughs) (laughs) And this is something that I think people should take very much into consideration. Like, if they feel tired when they are speaking, if they learn a different language, that can help a lot. Yeah. Because different languages have different intonation, have yeah. different sounds. Yeah. And you're just another age when you're yeah. learning this new language. So it can help a lot. And for me, Spanish helped a lot.
0: Yeah. So yeah. for uh, our audience uh, who didn't know, uh, Beatriz can speak um, uh, a lot of <laughs> languages, for example, English. Uh, Spanish yeah. and the French, French and German, right? And Italian. And yeah. Italian, right? <laughs> yeah. <That's> amazing. <laughs> and Portuguese, <laughs> and of Portuguese, course. of course, yeah. Of
1: course. But yeah. not Chinese, not yet. Yeah. <laughs> but you're the I best. Hope. <laughs> <laughs> I hope someday.
0: Yeah. So uh, when you say, okay, in different languages, in uh, Portuguese, mm-hmm. you have uh, manipulated the way of... Uh, racing and this relaxed way of uh, speaking uh, but in uh, portuguese you kind of still using the this old way right yeah of in speaking. portuguese
1: yeah i kind of use the old way of speaking and i get tired
0: is that because you don't sing in portuguese
1: yes also maybe uh, because i th- there are no operas in Portuguese yeah. at least not in the standard repertoire not okay. in that are done often you know okay. there's not uh, operas in Portuguese so yeah also that might play a role because yeah. i never learned how to because i think people get tired from speaking from the breathing, of course, it can Uh help, but also the articulation of the sounds, how you articulate the sounds in your mouth. And uh, for Spanish and Italian and English, I learned how to say these sounds Uh for singing. So I learned how to say them well. And in Portuguese, I never learned how to (laughs) say Portuguese sounds well. So, uh, yeah, I get get tired from speaking Portuguese and also, if i'm in a restaurant with a lot of people Uh speaking if i'm speaking portuguese no one hears me (laughs) Uh, why because i don't project my voice i don't Uh, speak in a healthy way in portuguese i see and uh, but you know like when i'm on stage i have a huge orchestra in front and the voice crosses the hall but if i'm in a restaurant speaking portuguese no one hears me so that's also an example of how much Uh, technique can help to develop the voice. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's a funny aspect, right? In the South European in the restaurant, you are kind of a very uh, noisy yeah. environment, right? Yeah, everyone yeah. is so
1: loud. But uh, I think more in Spain and Italy than in Portugal, but okay. still. Yeah.
0: <laughs> because as a person who's starter and uh, we are normally getting very tired when speaking, because one aspect because we are stutterer right you know yeah. we sometimes have a lot of repetition and sometimes uh, this blocking you know mm-hmm. it's very tiring but another aspect because we don't use too much our voice to talking because yeah. we are shy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know yeah. we are shy to like expose our mm-hmm. uh, problems so yeah. and uh, normally a lot of stuttering people doesn't uh, Manipulate the good way of speaking. Mm-hmm. So do you have some experience like stem from your singing uh, <laughs> experience?
1: Yeah, well, I think more than my singing experience, I think I was also very shy, like very, very shy, uh,
0: not really <laughs> <laughs> not anymore,
1: but I used to be so shy. Oh. and uh, I also relate to that that's. Because I was so shy, I would always speak very quiet, mm-hmm. very low voice, uh-huh. low volume or in the voice you know and that uh, made me even more tired and yeah. I think that's why I still when I sing Portuguese, mm-hmm. I manipulate my voice so that it doesn't sound loud uh-huh. and that's what is harming me. But I think what helps the most at least what helped me the most in my experience uh-huh. was to gain confidence.
0: Oh yeah.
1: And this is a whole thing, right? It's something that we cannot change from one day to the other. Mm -hmm. But just uh, trying to also change my personality. Mm -hmm. I mean, my personality is the same, but the way I portray it to Mm -hmm. others changed. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think this can help like anyone. Mm -hmm. But um, I have to say that the biggest factor that helped me to change Mm -hmm. the way I relate myself Mm -hmm. to others was singing. Yeah. It was through singing and like I, I used to be a pianist. Uh, yeah. I used to be a pianist and I didn't sing anything uh-huh. until I was 16 and uh-huh. then when I was 16 I was obliged to have singing lessons uh-huh. because it was part of the school and I was like terrible it's like a nightmare can you imagine <laughs> <laughs>
0: because you need to go on the stage yeah. uh, to have a lot of audience to look at you right yeah
1: exactly yeah, like it's hard. You, you feel shy about speaking yeah and then suddenly you you are told you have to go on stage and sing yeah. <laughs> with everyone looking That's at hard, you yeah. <laughs> so I really had to of course I was super nervous. Yeah. But you know, then you think okay, if I can be on the center of the stage mm-hmm. with everyone looking at me singing, mm-hmm. then I can also talk normally to people. Yeah,
0: no. Yeah, that's true.
1: Like or at least I'm not so nervous about talking to people mm-hmm. because I already have the experience of being on the stage mm-hmm. o- over and over again and yeah. using my voice over and over again. Mm. So that helped me so much. And then, and I didn't expect it, but slowly that started changing my personality. Mm. And I started not being so afraid yeah. to speak with people. Yeah. I would feel confident because if I can use my voice in a loud way when mm-hmm. I'm on stage, mm-hmm. then. Suddenly this shyness of speaking lower and everything yeah. kind of disappeared. Yeah, I think it didn't disappear a hundred percent But maybe 95 yeah. percent,
0: you know the character of the person is hard to change Yeah, yeah you know, but yeah. I think
1: maybe the character didn't change but it's more the way I behave i'm still the same person i'm still i still have this quiet and kind of shy side but i also i'm not shy because it's Uh. not that i'm shy i'm just quiet I think now before I would be shy because I didn't have any other choice because Mm -hmm. I was afraid to speak with people Mm -hmm. or there was always some kind of fear and insecurity and now I can choose
0: yeah because I'm
1: not afraid of speaking to people anymore so now it's my personality and I can choose if I want to speak or not but I'm not afraid of speaking and that's a big difference
0: actually that's a quite interesting fact because a lot of introvert person yeah. that could also do some uh, human uh, relation work because they can adapt it to that uh, environment through like uh, practice For example, like your case, you are shy and you are quiet, you are mm-hmm. silent, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Before you practice your See? thing <laughs> yeah. But when you go on the stage for uh, several times, you kind of uh, overcome your yeah. fearness and you it's, kind of adjust yourself and to adapt to that yeah. environment right yeah and so that's probably you can do something um, like manipulate yourself your feeling or your yeah. uh, sentimental or your way of talking to yeah. that uh, environment yeah
1: exactly it's about overcoming and I always like this thing like if I have a certain fear
0: yeah then
1: I Of course, I don't want to leave my comfort zone, but there is another part of me that is telling me it's good for you to overcome your fears and this will help you in a lot of other things. So I apply myself to put in myself in a situation that will make me overcome that fear. And with singing, it ended up being like that. And, you know, singing changed basically my whole life because it was because of singing that I left Portugal when I was 19 and uh yeah it was like living alone in a different country i went to holland and then i went to spain Uh and suddenly i was living alone so you know this confidence beginning of confidence that singing gave me was so useful when i was living alone abroad yeah i had no one there and i had to start my life from beginning like friends teachers colleagues everything and no one would speak for me, yeah. so...
0: <laughs> yeah, I can imagine, because I have the similar experience Yeah For sure, I'm not a singer, so I don't need to go <laughs> on the stage But I also left China for, I mean, almost 10 years, so yeah. in different countries that helps me a lot to overcome this uh, fearness. I mean, to talk to yeah. different people. That's yeah. true, and
1: you also learn all the languages of the countries that you are.
0: <laughs> I hope so. I can speak uh, most of them. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah at yeah. least you try. <laughs> yeah, at least I try. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. like now you are also doing a German course, yeah, right?
0: I do in German course, but I find German it's harder than uh, the other Latin languages I yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, it has its declinations. But uh, do you find that it helps you as well, learning different yeah, languages? I
0: mean, for sure, I mean...
1: With the stammer? Uh,
0: yes, I can relate it to myself to learning new languages because I'm, when I'm learning new languages, I'm using another um, thinking, the way of thinking to mm-hmm. speak, you know. When I speak my native language is kind of spontaneous, yeah. like instinct. Yeah, of course. But when I speak different languages, for, sh- uh, for example, the language I don't uh, know uh, quite well, for example, German and Spanish, I'm more using this logical way oh. of speaking. I try to I need to stop a lot, you know, I need to, oh. I mean, interrupt myself to think about the words. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So that happens to everyone. Anyway. Yeah, that happens to <laughs> everyone. But it helps me in the sense that I kind of related to myself to thinking, you know, mm. Of, so, uh, yeah.
1: So do you do you feel like you stammer more in some languages than others? Yeah,
0: for sure. But it's good way to practice. Yeah. Like uh, you need to expose yourself to uh, like people when you stammering. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You <know? laughs> yeah,
1: but I think you need to expose yourself to people anyways. Yeah. And that's that's a big thing. Like, yeah. if we break this fear. so many doors are suddenly open so many possibilities because what i think a good way to think is like what's the worst thing that can happen yeah
0: right yeah i mean for the stammers the worst thing is people laugh
1: yeah laugh at
0: you that's the worst thing yeah yeah. but for some but
1: if we don't take them seriously because someone that would laugh
0: yeah, like but it's hard, scorning, you know, that's hard,
1: then yeah, yeah then, for, you know,
0: I mean, for adults, from my experience, for an adult, they can, uh, uh, like, uh, think logically or, in about this, that, yeah. yeah, in this critical thinking way, yeah. they can, okay, think these people are not respectful, yeah, or exactly. they are not, well, Educated, mm-hmm. but for the kids, you know, yeah. they don't know, they just, um, yeah, they can just people, get bullied, yeah. them. Yeah, that's hard, yeah, yeah, that's
1: very really hard. Yeah.
0: So, that's also the goal of the podcast, you know, to yeah. kind of influence like people's attitude towards the uh, stammering. Yeah, and yeah, um, I'm
1: really, really glad to take part <laughs> in this. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: so, um, let's back to the topic because I watched your video that mm-hmm. uh, you said to to. Bracing and in singing should be very relaxed, and you need to uh, not force your uh, vocal cords, right? And you need to have the breath that comes out the from the bri- the breath
1: that comes from the belly, yeah, yeah, from yeah.
0: the belly, yeah, and uh, just adjust your vocal cords and to let the breath to come out mm-hmm. to form the sound, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. Is that
0: the like similar strategy when you're speaking
1: yeah definitely yeah yeah or it should be (laughs) you're already putting (laughs) yourself straight as well yeah i need
0: to put myself Uh, straight yeah but that's also
1: that's also true like posture plays such a big role yeah because if we don't have a good posture, automatically the column of air that should be coming from like the basis of our body, like let's say, since we are in the podcast, we cannot say here, <laughs> right? <laughs> like from your abdominal region. Yeah. Uh, if you're in a bad posture, then this column of air is, is like broken. It's like having a twisted flute. Yeah. Right? And so the thing is that we can still speak, but we will engage muscles in our yeah. neck that are compens compensatory this is like that compensation muscles Uh and uh and yeah that's what makes us tired if we use these compensation muscles so ideally we should send the air from like say our intestines, yeah. like from our abdomen region, uh-huh. we the singers call it the support yeah. area because it supports the column of air mm-hmm. that makes the voice production. Mm-hmm. And then in the voice it's just articulation of the words mm-hmm. and nothing more. Yeah. And you will see that when you speak connecting with your body, mm-hmm. so connecting to this support region, mm-hmm. Your voice is much richer and it's uh, like, I, f- I describe it as like broad. Yeah. Like a much richer, broad voice.
0: It's more solid, right?
1: Yeah, like for example, when you listen to these podcasts, uh-huh. that is like really, like sometimes this male voice is like really deep. Yeah. You know, they are connecting to their bodies.
0: Yeah. But they probably train. Because yeah. you know the, this podcaster? Yeah. They have been trained their voice, for example, I used to in China, I used to in the university for mm-hmm. Actually, it's called Communication University. That was initially uh, Aimed to train the podcasters. Oh really? There's yeah. university
1: for training podcasters? Yeah,
0: but they have different subjects. They also have this uh, technol- uh, Technology uh, mm-hmm. Department there. Yeah, so you can hear like uh, these kind of uh, students, they they practice their voice. Yeah. you know, in the morning, yeah, it's yeah. very early. Just uh, in this uh, garden, mm-hmm. so they're just holding the book or they're practice their uh, voice. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think it's 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 very important in the morning. So before you start your day. Yeah. that you do some kind of warm-up even if you're not a singer yeah. if you feel like during the day you get tired from speaking mm-hmm. it's better to start from a good place yeah, right If you already like start speaking and then feel you're tired and then try to recover or yeah. like warm up the voice at that point yeah. it's not so effective yeah So like five10 minutes every morning of yeah. warming up would be great for yeah. for anyone that struggles with voice fatigue.
0: Great. Yeah. So from your video, I also got one idea that is you need to maintain this uh, upright posture. Yeah. That is the, the first thing you need to do, right? Uh,
1: yeah, so upright, but I'm also a little bit careful that people don't get in this military posture, uh, you know, yeah. that's also too stiff. Yeah. But definitely like, uh, I think engaged, it's the, the best word, really. Yeah. Like. Upright engaged and ready to go like alert uh-huh. my my singing teacher uh, The one in Barcelona uh-huh. always had a very good metaphor like uh-huh. image for this. Uh-huh. It's like if you picture a cat uh-huh. That is about to catch a butterfly or uh-huh. something uh-huh. you see he's completely still uh-huh. but he's totally alert and like ready to go uh-huh. you know and um, this is really the same state that we should be with our body so not yeah. totally relaxed in the sense of collapse uh-huh. but definitely alert
0: so alert. maybe one need to practice a lot to uh, have this feeling <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah yeah yes because we because we forget and I think yeah. our culture nowadays is like cool and relaxed you know yeah. and that's also translates in our posture yeah but that's why i think did you hear about this alexander technique no (laughs) (laughs) well it's 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 very interesting and a lot of singers use it Uh and it helps you to uh, go back to what is our natural posture Uh for the human being okay and you can have like lessons about that but for sure you can just Google it, yeah. search online. I'll
0: definitely check that Alexander yeah.
1: technique and that helps a lot with like yeah. natural equilibrium of the body. Yeah. yeah.
0: And uh, talk about the posture, for example. Nowadays people like sitting a lot of time in front of their computers, right? Yeah. I mean that's also the problem for me because I'm working <laughs> in this uh, uh, informatic uh, yeah. engineers so if we are sitting all days then we Mm -hmm. kind of maintain the bad posture so that could also help for example to to sing to practice right
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) it it comes all together it's what i was saying like in the beginning like uh singing changed so many things in my life because Uh it's uh, something that is so complete that makes you Review everything that you are doing in your life like from sitting at the computer yeah. to posture to speaking to breathing to different languages uh-huh. uh, To like uh, self-confidence yeah. uh, Like also how to deal with rejection mm-hmm. how to deal with people looking at you Yeah, uh, because of course you are always on public But that yeah. also applies to real life because in real life sometimes we are afraid to speak because we know we are being yeah. Observed by people. Yeah. so singing changes so many aspects of of our life and for sure also when you are sitting uh, the posture like after i i became a singer i'm so much more aware if i have a little bit of neck pain or if i'm a bit stiff yeah and I never thought about these things before. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe I would say, Oh, I have back pain, but I would yeah. not be like aware. Yeah. And I would not have the tools on how to solve it. Okay. Yeah, but now I just released the second lesson. Mm-hmm. Uh so this is still a new thing for me, this this course, but I'm doing it like a little step by step, and yeah. this second lesson is more focused on singers. Yeah. So it's twelve habits on how to become a great singer. Yeah. <laughs> but since, like we were saying, becoming a singer it's so much about other things. Things. Mm-hmm. I think it can also be very interesting for people that also don't sing yeah and one of the habits is posture
0: Yeah,
1: uh, like mind your posture. So yeah. there I share I think six or seven tips okay. About how to control your posture like well, control What is the problem that is happening with mm-hmm. your posture? and I give some tips on like how to solve these problems and how to become more aware of of our posture and how it can benefit our singing, yeah. but of course, our life as well.
0: Well, that's so interesting. Well, <laughs> yeah. Since I haven't checked that episode, I will just put the link of oh, that yeah. new yeah. course yeah, sure. below.
1: Well, I released this yesterday, so it's ah. really, really new. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> pretty new. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's great. Yeah. So I will put the link uh, below. Sure. So, uh, coming back to this breathing technique, so I understood that. When you uh, sing, so you're never short of breath, right? You should always keep uh, air on your belly and you're using these airs to uh, make the sound, Mm -hmm. right?
1: Uh, Yeah, so the point is not to be short of breath. Yeah, Yeah. no problem. Yeah, yeah. So, but there is a difference between singing and speaking Mm -hmm. is that. When we are singing, we already know what we are going to sing. Mm -hmm. So I already know that there's a phrase coming, that it's long and I need to prepare for that phrase. Exactly. But for speaking, we don't really know because we are improvising as we speak. Yeah. Right. Uh, So I think in a way it's even more important in speaking Mm -hmm. to pay attention to that. Yeah. Because easily, because you don't know how long your phrase is going to be. Yeah. It's easy to not prepare enough your breath or just to go on saying the same phrase by pushing with your throat yeah. your voice instead of connecting with the body so yeah for sure it's something the capacity of the breath it's yeah. something that can be trained yeah like physically you yeah. can you can train it also when you are like in a swimming pool yeah you can train how yeah. much time you can be the water yeah. right uh, and you can train the expansion of your ribcage but i explained all that in in the in the breathing exercise lesson um but it's also a psychological thing mm-hmm. that when you are speaking, take time to like take a good breath, yeah. divide your phrases in, in smaller phrases yeah. and breathe in between them, speak in a more like slower pace yeah. if you have to. Uh, and that all, all of that helps not to build vocal fatigue.
0: Yeah. So for the start, uh, stammer person they mm-hmm. are kind of bad. I mean most of the time the bad at uh, manipulate their uh, breathing. for mm. example, they are forcing themselves. self uh, Let's give an example uh, They are short of the breath, but then They don't stop because they want uh, their their voice is like stuck in their yeah. um, throat right then they don't take breath they just force their voice out
1: for the word to come yeah yeah well i guess it in a way also happens with uh, people that don't stammer but when someone is stammering i think it's even more important to really take time to really say i have all the time to say this phrase yeah. and I don't know. It's a matter of confidence as well that the exactly. other person will wait if they have to wait Yeah, they will wait for you to breathe. Yeah. I mean they will wait for you to stammer in a word Yeah, you know, so they will also wait for you to breathe yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So it's and, and maybe sometimes yeah, uh, I don't know I think this also happens to you right when you are more nervous yeah, you stammer exactly, more exactly. right so breathing it's such a huge like uh, factor when it yeah. comes to being relaxed yeah. and being grounded with yeah. yourself so if you have a deep breath and if you make the point the most important thing is that I keep a deep, a, a deep breath then you will be more relaxed and exactly. if you are more relaxed exactly. you will not stammer yeah. so much hopefully but I, either case like if you are already in a situation where you feel like you are stammering mm-hmm. a lot mm-hmm. I think it's maybe uh, maybe it can help I don't know to like Take a deep breath and make the breath the priority, other than the struggle of, I need to get this word out because people are waiting.
0: Yeah. So, yeah,
1: we also do it, sorry, we also do it as singers, like, because we get nervous, of course, Uh like stage fright and all these things are so common in singers Uh, and some people can't really avoid it at all. I mean, uh-huh. I think we are always a little bit nervous. Uh-huh. And one of the techniques is that before we go on stage, we have like three or five or how mm-hmm. many is needed, mm-hmm. really deep breath. Okay. And also smiling helps. Uh-huh. Like <laughs> breathing deep and smiling. Uh-huh. It just gives your body the physical sensation that it needs to be calm mm-hmm. and to have a sense of security, even if your head is not there in the same mindset. I see, yeah. But I think there's such a strong connection between mind and body Yeah. that if you can bring this calm state through the breathing, then of course your mind will also be in this state. Yeah, it's um, like
0: a behavior could affect your thinking, right? Your subconsciousness. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's so interesting because, yeah, I cannot, I mean, I can talk a lot about uh, this breathing and uh, how the stomach uh, could affect and, and like forcing um, the breath, for example. But uh, then I also interesting to the question that, uh, for example, for you, uh, how much time you spend to breathing practice each doing day br- yeah.
1: <laughs> doing breathing exercise well it depends like if i am working like in a production in an opera house i will not practice breathing exercises okay. every day okay just for because there's no time mm-hmm. <laughs> But definitely when I have periods where I'm not working in a production, mm-hmm. I, I do them regularly, like every day, every day, Every day like 10 minutes, 15 minutes. But it also depends on how much progress do you want to mm-hmm. build? Mm-hmm. Because now I'm quite happy with the progress that I did with breathing. Yeah, um, of course, but I want to keep it. Yeah. So if I want to keep it, maybe I should do it like three or four times per week. Mm-hmm. But if you are building it, it's important to do it regularly. Yeah. And even if you do it just like five minutes, it's, yeah. it's better to do smaller amount of time more regularly yeah. than like, oh, let's do half an hour of breathing exercises yeah. once a week. That's not very helpful.
0: Yeah. yeah. So I highly recommend uh, the audience to watch this. Uh, Videos. Yeah, because uh, each video is quite short, it's uh, two or three minutes, so it doesn't take too much time to watch them.
1: I divided the lesson like, uh, so it's six breathing exercises Uh and they are divided in these short chapters, so it's like three, four minutes maximum to watch. Yeah. And yeah, if anyone that is listening has any questions, yeah. uh, you can always write them uh, in the discussion yeah. section. So below the video there's a discussion section and you're really, really welcome to put any kind of questions. Also if it's not related to singing. Yeah. <laughs> if I can help. Yeah, yeah. If I can help, yeah. I- I'll definitely get back to you.
0: Great, great. So I have an experience that uh, consulting these uh, language therapists in France. Ah, oh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. the first lesson I got is also bracing. So we had similar techniques that uh, when I watch your uh, video, <laughs> it reminds me those experience. So. They also teach me to lie down and use your uh, belly uh, oh, yeah, yeah. to breathe. And uh, for example, in your video, you put like a pile of books yeah. to help you to uh, train your uh, muscle here, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, we it's also- not so
1: much the muscle, but it's like the breathing mechanism. Uh, So it's not to make apps with the the
0: books,
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it doesn't hurt anyone, but it's like to feel the breathing mechanism, sometimes it's easier, because so many people, and me included, like when I started singing, when I was 16, 17, Mm -hmm. I didn't have this connection with my breath, I had lost it completely. Yeah. Uh, and, and so sometimes it's difficult to feel this engagement so low in our body.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, so definitely to me it helped to have some kind of weight mm-hmm. that makes you aware in yeah. the beginning. Yeah, like a counterweight to your breathing mechanism. Yeah. It helps so much. But also just with your hands, like to be more aware. But I think the bigger the, the heavier the weight, yeah. the easier it is to feel your breathing mechanism to activate it.
0: Okay. So the video I found the most interest to me is the dog. <laughs> I, I, re, I don't remember the name, but uh, that's... The
1: panting dog?
0: The panting dog, yeah. the breathing technique, yeah. right?
1: From panting dog to singing.
0: Yeah, b- because you are maintaining like high frequency, you have, like breathing rate, right? Yeah. That things, actually we have practice in, uh, from my speech uh, therapist, they also... Really? Yeah, teach me the way of doing things because that really makes you aware that your breath is coming from your belly, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's I mean, I found that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that one as well. <laughs> and
1: that helps so much for singing. But look, it helps for singing and it will help for speaking for sure. Yeah. Because automatically if I do this, uh, ha, 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 then suddenly it's yeah. like the voice is much fuller than, than when I'm speaking, like now, for example. Yeah,
0: <laughs> um, because your voice coming from this belly, right? From it the belly, yeah. It's solid. Yeah.
1: And like if you, if it, I call it the, the panting dog, but because if actually, if you watch a dog, like when it's barking, you will see the belly is moving. The dog is not barking from the throat. Yeah. <laughs>
0: right. But but I found most uh, like men human right when they are speaking they're very uh, uh, how you say shallow. Yeah. They are taking the breath from your chest and not your uh, belly, right?
1: Yeah. Well, the chest is kind of okay, but okay. you know the throat. It should be from the belly, and of course, there is like you can ch- call chest, but it's like the thoracic. B- you say it's like the ribcage yeah. is also engaged, and I also there's a, an exercise for the mm. ribcage expansion. Mm-hmm. But, um, definitely, I think in modern times, yeah, like it's if you compare it with a hundred years ago or yeah. 150 years ago, people use phones, mm-hmm. so they never have to like uh you know on the phone you don't shout because the microphone on the phone is right (laughs) next to your mouth uh and and also for example like stupid things like having bells stupid Mm -hmm. things i mean stupid because it's obvious like everyone has like a a doorbell right but before people didn't have doorbells Mm -hmm. or at least not everyone would have so it would be common for people to shout for hey are you there <laughs> you yeah. know and they would shout yeah. and also in farmers markets people would shout the prices yeah. and and there are still markets like that but less and less we go to supermarkets normally yeah. everyone is in silence yeah. selling yeah. <laughs> right
0: i found that's a kind of um, i mean i don't like because everybody just uh, um keeping silence and uh, most of the time washing their phone right <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: exactly I think nowadays society is very much going away from using your voice in a loud way as yeah. it was needed before yeah and also singing like nowadays modern singing so like yeah. jazz, pop, uh, rock it's always with microphone
0: so, so they, they have a different way of uh, seeing right? for
1: opera is without microphone yeah i know right because, because opera jazz. is old
0: <laughs> yeah but for the jazz and the pop yeah
1: yeah it's, it's kind of it's a different technique, for sure. Yeah. It's a different technique because they don't need to project their voices yeah. in the same way as opera singers, because they have the mics.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: So, even singers don't have to project their voices, mm-hmm. if you are a modern singer. Uh, and this changed the whole culture.
0: Yeah, that's Like, true.
1: also, public speaking, nowadays it's with microphone. Yeah. Radio, it's yeah. with microphone. Yeah. So, we have this machine, which is the yeah. microphone that is substituting uh, the power of the human voice that yeah. before was needed yeah, and also like in society where children are always told don't don't be loud don't shout yeah. be quiet be quiet yeah. and uh, I think that makes a lot of us feel like I can't speak I I need to speak softer mm-hmm. and yeah in the end you know like people don't know how to use their voices yeah. because they don't need to because there's always microphones, uh, and they are also not expected to be too loud. It's it's maybe seen as rude. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so people end up not knowing how to use it. It's like Mm -hmm. having uh, a limb that you don't know what to do with it, Mm -hmm. you know. Uh, And that's why I felt so, like, shocked when I was 16 and I was learning how to, maybe it helped. Uh, it happened to you also with speech therapy, mm-hmm. like speaking from the belly, mm-hmm. which should be like uh, the natural thing. It's like walking with your legs. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's not. <laughs> and they, we don't know it.
0: It's it's not uh, instinctive for me at first uh, moment when I learned this technique, yeah. right? Because, like you said, we're normally not talking too loud, and. Yeah. Uh, when we don't talk too loud, we don't need to use this force from our uh, belly, right? Then oh, we
1: think we don't need, we think but we then we get, need,
0: yeah, we get tired. We get tired, yeah. And also, I mean, the, I mean, even the case you're using the microphone, but mm-hmm. if you are using this uh, belly talking, mm-hmm. you could uh, make your timbre right yeah, better, right? exactly. Yeah, so that's because the, the voice point.
1: The voice becomes so much more beautiful yeah. when it is engaged with the body. Much yeah. more resonance, beautiful. And it also gives you confidence. True, yeah. Because I, uh, if you think you have a beautiful voice, yeah. then you're also not shy That's about true. that.
0: That's true. So even you are stammer, but your voice timbre is good. It's you want to show it yeah. to other people, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, or at least you're not shy about that. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, yeah. So you said that uh, singing makes you confident, make your life getting better, right? yeah. And also because uh, like mentally it makes you feel better. So I assume for the physically, right? It also makes you are, um, feeling good, right?
1: Yeah, better. singing, uh, also my singing teacher from Barcelona, uh. I'm quoting her today a lot. Uh, she also used to say that a lot, mm-hmm. that uh, singing of course singing makes your body vibrate mm. and that's why I mean you study sound mm-hmm. so you know this better than yeah. me right yeah. that singing <laughs> is, is wave sound, is yeah. sound waves uh, and they are produced because our body is in vibration mm-hmm. and she always used to say that these vibrations are healing vibrations.
0: Mm. Uh, the resonance in yeah. your body. Yeah. because. Yeah, your body is a uh, resonator. Yeah, exactly. You see, it's like the loudspeaker or any kind exactly. of. Exactly, it's the loudspeaker. Kind of, yeah, you know. When you have a voice cord and you have this cavity in your chest or yeah. your belly, right? Mm-hmm. There's kind of resonance in your body. Yeah, exactly.
1: That's exactly what yeah That's exactly it. So when you say that sometimes, well, often we see people speaking just from the throat. Basically, what they are doing is like avoiding the contact with their resonator. (laughs) So
0: basically, your resonance is only on on your throat, that's bad, right? Yeah, and also,
1: I feel like the voice is is like a wind instrument, Mm -hmm. you know? So you need, like if you think of a flute or an oboe, you need to send the air through a reed normally, mm-hmm. and here in the human voice the reeds are the vocal cords mm. and you need to send the air, but if, if instead of sending the air from mm. the belly you just manipulate your muscles from the neck to, mm. make, the vo- to, to make the vocal cords join mm. then you know, you are messing up with the whole mechanism yeah. with compensations but we we got away from the question, right? Yeah. Oh, is. that singing it heals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it <feels. laughs> yeah, and also psychologically, mm-hmm. you know, in Portuguese we have this saying, which is, let me say if I, if I can translate. Uh, oh, I don't know. Probably if can you translate. can
0: speak Portuguese. Quem
1: canta seus espanta. That means uh, who sings sends away their uh, problems that's
0: true, that's true yeah
1: <laughs> and it's it's i find it like speaking about society and how society sees singing it's a pity that for example if it happens to me sometimes because I'm a singer, I sing all the time, you know, yeah. <laughs> and and sometimes I don't even realize I'm singing.
0: Yeah. And
1: sometimes I'm in the street and I have a long walk alone and I just start singing in my head and suddenly I'm humming and yeah. and then people are looking at me very weirdly. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, oh, I'm singing. If we are not supposed to sing yeah. if we are alone on the street, yeah. right? <laughs> and it seems obvious, but it's a natural thing that humans do. Yeah. and. We are forbidden kind of doing that unless you are in your shower uh, or (laughs) unless you are a singer and you have a stage where to sing. And that's such a pity because it's such a natural way of releasing
0: uh,
1: yourself and also letting go and expressing yourself and... Once more, we are told to be quiet and, <laughs> yeah. and not use this, this way of expressing, which brings so much yeah. joy, brings so much joy. So psychologically, for me, if I don't sing for like two weeks, I become sad and yeah. I don't even know why I'm sad. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, I didn't sing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like medicine for the soul, for the mind and also for the body. Mm-hmm. I think all these vibrations help us so much and also help us to be connected to our bodies because
0: exactly yeah
1: If you are like sitting at a computer, for example, just yeah. thinking about your case the whole day, your body is not being used, no. like everything is mental, <laughs> everything yeah, is from that's, the mind that's true, yeah. uh, and you know the connection is so strong between body and mind, so that will reflect yeah. that if we don't use our bodies yeah. It's like a card that's not used yeah. it will it will get uh, how you say yeah. spoiled.
0: So singing is also like the physical exercise <laughs> yeah for true, sure right?
1: and singing you know involves so many muscles, so many muscles. Yeah. I, they have made a study I don't remember, but it was like if you sing for one hour mm-hmm. is if as you would be like making exercise for a whole day yeah you know that's true yeah. I I get exhausted, like when we have rehearsals, like I have to prepare myself physically, like running, doing a lot of yoga, because otherwise I go to rehearsals, and if I'm not in shape, oh my God, I get so tired, so tired, exhausted, Yeah. yeah. It's really, but you know, speaking is not that much different. Of course, speaking is different from from singing opera. But when you sing an opera, even if it's a long opera, it's like three hours. Mm-hmm. How many hours in our day are we speaking? Yeah, we're speaking the whole day. Yeah. And if we don't do it in a healthy way,
0: exactly. Yeah,
1: it can
0: start damage damage your throat your like uh, vocal. Cord. Yeah. Yeah. But
1: also, if you start feeling if it's if you're not doing it in the correct way, it will suck so much energy from your body exactly. because you need to compensate, yeah. and then you will feel like drained.
0: Exactly. Yeah. In your
1: mind and yeah. just of drained uh, with no energy and yeah. you don't know why. And it's like maybe it can be other things, of course, yeah. but maybe it's because you're like paying like um, investing so much effort into speaking yeah. in the wrong way.
0: Exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm feeling when I stammer, stammering. Because when I'm stammer, I use a lot of force to yeah. let the words out, and then this force make, uh, actually make me very tired. It's mm. also, I mean, interrupt my thinking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I guess you need to maintain your balance, right? Your balance of uh, using your voice and also the balance of. Thinking right. Yeah, if you are like using too much force or a lot of attention in your speaking you like Physically, so you don't have a lot of energy or, For or attention th- to thinking. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah
1: Yeah, the both both things. Yeah, I think if we are struggling with something physical it will reflect definitely in exactly, our thinking yeah. but um, Yeah, I really hope that yeah. These breathing exercises are helping you. <laughs> for
0: sure, I I'm practicing right now because I interrupt for like two years. Okay. Yeah, I used From to. From the speech therapy. Yeah, I used to do uh, to do some uh this kind of breathing exercise when I'm at home, for mm-hmm. example. Yeah, but then I just uh, because of a lot of work, a <laughs> lot of yeah. other stuff. Then they just uh, stop it yeah then, yeah,
1: but I think that's one of the most important things is to build it as a habit yeah. like brushing your teeth
0: yeah,
1: we don't forget about it because it's, <laughs> it's a habit right yeah. and if it's something that plays such uh, important role in your life like even I mean in the beginning maybe we need to do them more often to mm. like learn them mm. but then just maintain them and make sure that at least a few times a week you do them. Yeah. So it's building a habit. And that's why the second lesson I did it about habits. Yeah. Because for singers it's the same. Yeah. Like we have so much work, so many things to prepare, so much traveling, yeah. and we forget about the simple things that helped us from the beginning. Yeah. And I think the best is to build them as a habit that is so inside our routine yeah. that we even forget that it's a habit. Yeah. We even forget that it's that, right? Yeah. Um so, so do you
0: think it's better to have a routine of the day for example when I uh, get out from my bed right mm-hmm. in the morning except uh wash and uh, brush the teeth we yeah. also, also should keep like 10 minutes Yeah. I'm very short sure to do this pressing exercise for or some uh, uh, articulation exercise yeah yeah right.
1: that's actually how i did it so uh, for a long time every day i would wake up Uh and the first thing i would do was like drink a glass of water (laughs) and and do my breathing exercises Uh for five ten minutes and then i go on and have breakfast and everything but it was like wake up do the breathing exercises every day every day every day and it helped so much so so i would definitely
0: recommend uh, to put these things on the Agenda. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
1: it's just building the habit and it this applies to everything in life, of course But it's just seeing how important is that to you and how much difference this is making to you and if it's making a difference Even if it's small in the beginning because you will not see a change from one day to the other, right? It's just be thankful to that thing and make time in your life for something that you are actually Very thankful for something that is helping
0: you. yeah just one thing—it's about the culture difference that reminds me. Um, it's back to this uh, seeing could make you more help uh, happy and healthy um, topic, because uh, in Asia country, in this uh, East Asia country like mm-hmm. in China, Korea, and uh, uh, Japan, that uh, there's not uh, so much culture like people like expose themselves to seeing publicly, but they do have the culture to go to the karaoke. Ah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I remember myself like uh, when I was in high school, uh, like uh, every now and then, for example, two weeks, my friends going to this uh, karaoke house. Right? Would you go with them? Yeah, meant- we, I go with them. Yeah. So Basically, we could have some snacks there and have some beers there you know, <laughs> to chill and you can uh, To how you say to order the sounds you want to sing, right? So, yeah, for sure uh, It just reminds me the fact that singing could make people happy and also it's a for way sure. to how you say it's also a way to Socialize.
1: Yes, definitely. Yeah. It's a way to connect with other human beings. Yeah. It's a way to being for being social and connecting a different level mm-hmm. that we are not so much used to. Yeah yeah but i think it's like dancing a bit right exactly singing and dancing like if you have a chance to do it you should do it (laughs) never say no (laughs) have you
0: done any dancing
1: yeah yeah i did when i was in barcelona i was i was having tap dancing
0: yeah (laughs) i I like that from the movies yeah i remember the neighbor came upstairs (laughs) and not at all and tell you it's too uh noisy right yeah because
1: of the tap dancing <laughs> shoes yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: and i mean we also have this problem with singing you know like if sometimes depends on the places where i'm living uh-huh. but sometimes if i sing at home because i sing opera then it's very loud and the neighbors get not so happy about yeah. that but you see it's the kind of i understand that if someone wants to be quiet in their room mm. in their home Uh, It's a problem, but once more it's like in this uh, modern times we are living so close Mm -hmm. to each other so many people accumulated all together in the Mm -hmm. cities and so that's why we need to be quiet, Mm -hmm. not to disturb the others Mm -hmm. but that whole thing makes that people also cannot express themselves freely like if now we wanted to dance here around Mm -hmm. and sing Mm -hmm. We will have problems with the neighbors, but, yeah. but that's a pity because in the end we are like being suppressed and suppressed. Yeah. But I also feel like myself if the neighbors put very loud music. I also feel, <laughs> I also feel bothered. Yeah, but so... that's not
0: the type of music, right? <laughs> that's kind of uh, I don't know. Yeah, everyone has
1: everyone has their tastes. It's just like it's a problem, you know, like from both sides, yeah. like. But we can see the pros and cons from both yeah. sides of this problem. Yeah. yeah.
0: So I know you have launched a new uh, online course yesterday, right? The, it's about the, the, the tips. Lesson, yeah. It's about the tips for the singing.
1: Yeah. It's still the, the new class that I launched yesterday was about it's twelve habits to become a better singer, uh-huh. and a lot of these habits are like, for example, uh, the first one is a warm up. Uh-huh and i also do like a, a guide on how to warm up mm-hmm. not specifically the voice is more like preparing your body mm-hmm. to be in the best possible shape mm-hmm. for uh, the rest of the day for speaking mm-hmm. or for singing and also a little bit of like lip rolls and all these things <laughs> to get your voice going it's like stretching yeah before going yeah on I the see. day it's like stretching mm. for your voice and also the one i was saying about the posture uh, that's the second habit mm. and uh yeah a couple of more that are also interesting for people that are not singers
0: interesting yeah yeah so i definitely recommend Uh, The audience to watch that thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I think it
1: can be very very useful Also the the one about cooling down. Yeah, uh, because that builds muscle memory Mm -hmm. and that's what we were speaking about like when uh, That now you're starting your breathing exercises again (laughs) After two years. Yeah, Uh, but you know if we do it regularly muscle memory builds in yeah, and in the beginning you said like it was not natural for you to breathe from your belly, mm-hmm. but it's not natural because you never did it before. For sure, yeah. But then once you start doing it, the muscle memory builds. Yeah. You like every day, from one day to the other, it becomes more natural. Yeah. Until it becomes automatic. Yeah. And then you are like singing or speaking from your belly, mm. and or from your support, and mm. you don't even
0: notice it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. So, I'll put the link of your new course, <laughs> sure. <laughs> for sure, yeah. Sure, I'm really looking forward to yeah, hear yeah. the
1: what people have to say about that. Yeah. It's really interesting to have feedback yeah. from people, from singers of course, but also from people from different backgrounds. Yeah. Because I will be putting more lessons and also to know what people are interested in and how can I explain some things better. Mm-hmm. Because Because I'm a professional singer, <laughs> some things are obvious to me. Mm-hmm but i don't really realize that maybe it's not obvious for everyone mm-hmm. so i always try to put myself in <laughs> yeah. the shoes like okay when i was starting you know, what did true, i yeah. wanted to what was useful for yeah. me but we all are we are all different we all come from different backgrounds and we all have different expectations mm. of why we are watching these lessons yeah. these classes like some some people is because they want to speak better some people is to like Overcome the fear of speaking mm-hmm. in public some is, is to sing better mm-hmm. uh, But if you have different goals, then maybe you have different questions you have mm-hmm. different things yeah. or different perspectives that I can help you yeah. with. So it's really really interesting to yeah. hear from people
0: as an anecdote that people who watch the video can leave their comments For example, if they have some thoughts or questions, they could just ask you uh, yeah, for on sure. this uh, website yeah
1: directly on skillshare yeah that's
0: that's great right so they could contact you they could uh, find you there right
1: yeah sure but they can also i mean skillshare it's such a huge platform It, it has tons of different classes on like i was illustrating and mm. i don't know stock market <laughs> marketing <laughs> yeah. uh dancing whatever thing you want to learn yeah. you can learn it on on skillshare so during these two months of free uh, subscription you can try as many lessons as you want mm. and just yeah enjoy learning
0: so probably we are reaching the end of our interview, so my last question is what's your plan for your next uh, few months? Are are you going to create more uh, online course?
1: Yeah, I I, I think so, you know, like right now we are with this pandemic of the coronavirus, so I'm also like taking this time to make these courses because I know that when I'm on the road, like (laughs) on doing an opera production, it's way more difficult, so This time is really precious to also give back to people in a different way. Uh, Keeping busy and it's really nice. I always loved teaching. I I found it's like one of my passions. I love teaching and I also learn so much from teaching. So I'm taking this time. So the next months for dedicating a little bit more to a different kind of giving back. Mm -hmm. That is not just being on stage, right? There's a lot of forms. That we can give back to people.
0: That's so nice to put the words.
1: I had to find, like myself as a singer, how can I find that? Mm-hmm. How can I reach out and be of use to, to the community, to the people around? Yeah. And I found Skillshare was a good option for now yeah. to, to do that.
0: Yeah, actually, what I found when I'm doing the project, it's about uh, feedback, it's about uh, communication with people, right? It's not uh, like uh, you are teaching, you are uh, provide this knowledge or this know-how to people, right? Mm-hmm. But in another way, the people also give you feedback, right? Yeah. It makes you aware, like in some uh, part of the teaching you can improve, improve for yeah, example, of it's course. also a learning yeah. Um, process. Yeah,
1: it's a learning curve, of course, this yeah. is the first online course that I'm doing. And, of course, it can be improved, right? But that normally comes from, like, constructive feedback from people. And sometimes it's like, how can we improve? And sometimes it's like, how can we direct it better? You know, like, if a lot of people are asking for this thing that I was not planning on speaking about that. But if I can speak about that and help all these people that are actually, like, willing to have this kind of information that i was not expecting (laughs) then why not then why not not? then we redirect this uh this like uh direction of of the project so always being alert and always being adaptive i think it's a very good very good uh, thing
0: nice great so thanks Beatrice Thank uh, you, for Mom. this interview. <laughs> thanks for sharing all this experience of the uh, lovely and to seeing be here with you. <laughs> uh, with us. I guess for me I learned a lot from this conversation and I hope me our too. audience will also uh, learn yeah, a lot from them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I will also put the link of the website of uh, Beatrice the yeah uh, so a, yeah uh, sure if someone link, wants to yeah. learn
1: more about me uh they can check my website my biography everything
0: yeah that's great okay so that's now for this uh episode okay so thank you thank
1: you Ron. <laughs> okay
0: bye thanks for listening to this episode we hope you enjoyed it If you like our podcast, please subscribe to it on Spotify podcast channel. See you next time.